you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? And welcome you into the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you, joined alongside by the pride of West Virginia. We got Matt Harmon. What's I'm going to meet first. That's, 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 that's Resistance that's Radio. Out of the in the closet. Yeah, we're in the closet. Uh, I dis- I've decided that the closet shows are like objectively worse than our shows in the podcast studio. Shock. Uh, <laughs> But so today I'm really determined to bring it. I bring feel, it. I feel really good this morning. Good. Uh, shockingly, uh, I feel <laughs> feel good, and uh, I think we're gonna have a really awesome show today. So I'm excited. I like it. As we enter into week 13, we have the whiz kid from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhart. What's going on? I'm just shook by the positivity Harmon's airing for this episode. 100%. I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't want to derail it. Let's go. Yeah, you bet. Be be careful. It's very, it's very <laughs> volatile. <laughs> Razor thin <laughs> edge. We're on right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got the franchise. We have Matt Franciscovich. What's up, man? I'm in a, a unified front on the positivity. Okay, good. I think, I think the Thursday shows are a little better than Monday shows just because we have more energy and we're ready to okay. rock. Okay. But I did just smash my elbow in my chair and got funny bone. <laughs> so it's not a good start. My okay. hand is tingling really bad right now. Wow. So you, you are in direct disagreement <sighs> with uh, Harmon's assessment of the Thursday versus Monday pods. You well, like the Thursday I guess, better? I guess it correlates to that, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Uh, also, mm. it, it's probably Probably because we have like 15 million chairs in the closet. We do. There's and that's, that is not an exaggeration. There was a pile in one corner. There was a pile in another corner. Uh, we've got a whiteboard up as well with a lot 13. of nonsensical there's graphics. Actually, there's 13. There's 13 chairs. This looks here. like your Austin Eckler uh, this <laughs> danger zone. zone. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it does. It does. <laughs> Always yes, good to indeed. start off a podcast describing the room. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're just listeners. painting a word picture you know for the I mean? listeners. Yeah, exactly. We've got producer Chris in the building as well. What's going on, pal? Good morning, boys. How are we doing today? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. we got a great show in front of us here today. We've got deep sleepers. Uh, we've got uh, most damn games. Not every damn game. <laughs> most. It's MDG. Most damn games. Look, people, in the biz, it's called a tease. <laughs> if you want the rest of the damn games, you can come read my article. Uh, NFL.com slash fantasy matchups. But we you. will preview in whole the Tampa Bay 
Green Bay game. We will preview in whole the Rams taking on the Cardinals and also much more. But we start your show as we always do with your top fantasy headlines. Breaking news. News, news. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. I like (laughs) turtles. Uh, All right, let's start with Buffalo. If you thought, or excuse me, this is New York. If you thought the Bills made the most nonsensical quarterback decision of the year, here come the Giants saying, hold my beer. Eli Manning, benched. Big news off the top of the week. Uh, Geno Smith, a.k.a. Marcus Grant, mm. set to take over God, as no. the starter. I imagine the rookie kid out of Cal, Davis Webb, will see some work as well as the season comes to a close. But uh, what does Eli, coming out of the offense, how does it impact the Giants' offense? And we'll start with uh, Sterling Shepard, who, oh, by the way, migraines, looks like he is back on track Hooray. to play. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know. I got this question a lot, and it's it's hard to to move past, like, just how shocking of a tectonic plate movement this is in, like, the NFL universe to, like, really get into, like, what does this mean for the Giants offense? Because, I mean, Eli Manning has been a stalwart for the Giants. He's won two Super Bowls, obviously. Like, there's a lot you can get into it from that perspective. Well, let's start. Can we just start there? Sure. Let's go around. I'd love to to get what you guys think about the Eli benching. I I was just – I was floored, and I think just about damn near everybody was floored. But uh, but Matt, what was your uh, what was your thoughts on uh, the, the Eli benching? <laughs> uh, from one perspective, like Eli has been fine this year. He was awful last year, in my opinion. I think he's been a little bit better this season than he was when they went to the playoffs even last year. But he's not been like a good. He's not been a plus force in that offense the last two years. So from that perspective, I I get it, but. I just don't know what what you're doing by going to Geno Smith and like trying to sell the trying to sell the the fan base and everybody else that's paying attention like this is a move to still try to win games. No, no, it's not. And I don't think like you weren't winning games anyways. I do think there is like it shows a lack of respect for what Eli's done for the franchise to to do it this way. You know, like what would be the difference between riding out the rest of the year with him and riding out the rest of the year with Geno Smith? And I think that stuff matters. I know I've heard some other fantasy analysts being like, well, what, is it, what does respect, you know, matter or anything like that? I think what? it matters when you're trying to build a, a, a team. So Absolutely. Yeah, to me, I, I think they're doing him a little dirty here. I feel bad for Eli. Um, you know, he's not – He's not dead. Uh, so I, I also think there's, like, reactions on both sides that annoy me. Uh, <laughs> uh, shocking. Shocking. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it, I think it sucks to, to, see how, to see it go down this way for Eli. But it never ends pretty I mean, for any of these quarterbacks. Like, no. It, it will someday end not pretty for all of them. I mean, so. but couldn't they wait till like, week, like, 15 and just be like, yeah, you know what, all right. Season's I just, like, let him play. Like, the start streak thing really <clears throat> seems to matter to him. 100%. Like, which, as it should, it's an incredible feat. Like, just let the guy play the year out and then cut him at the end of the year. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've never been – like, Eli's been great for a long time. I've never been his biggest fan. I personally don't think he should go in the Hall of Fame. But for them to go to him as well and be like, hey, so what do you think? Like, we're going to start you so you can keep your start streak, but then we're going to pull you in the yeah. games to get a look at these guys? That's some BS. Yeah. Like, do it do it or don't. But So it, I feel like he got done dirty. It doesn't really matter for fantasy because the Giants have been a wasteland right. since, you know, the rapture hit their uh, <laughs> their, roster. their offensive roster like six weeks ago. But it is it is just a bummer. But like you said, it happens to all quarterbacks. The vast, vast majority have unceremonious ends with their teams in whatever way, shape, or form. And just because Eli's one of these the last guards right now and has had such a historic run, it's a, big, it's a bigger issue than it might have been for other people quietly going off into the night. French? 
I feel bad for Eli. I mean, he looked like he was in tears in a locker room yeah. interview with the press, like that or hold it, trying to hold back tears at least. Yeah. Like, you could tell he was disturbed by it. And he says, "I'm going to be be a team player and help these guys." But for the Giants to be like, "Oh, we want to see what we have in Geno Smith." We've seen Gino. Yeah, we've, we yeah. know what Gino, Gino we, Smith played with the Jets yeah, for two we seasons. We know. He's yeah. got a 57.7% completion rate in his career, Yeesh. 28 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. Career, those are his career numbers, okay? It's pretty bad. You know what you have in Gino Smith. Just let Eli play it out. I don't get it. it it's It's terrible. And, or cut uh, him. Let him go. Some, and, let him go somewhere else. And along the yeah, let him go somewhere else. Along the lines of what Gelhar was saying, I feel like I saw a quote from Eli where him and McAdoo were talking, and Eli was like, "Look, if if he was like, don't start me, and then put these other guys in. Yeah. If you're gonna do this, just start the other guys." Mm. So it was kind of like Eli being like, I don't want to say it was his call, but he was kind of like backing down to that, and it's just like another check on the box to fire Ben McAdoo. There you go. There it is. Me. Can I ask you guys something? Would it have been more palatable if the Giants said, hey, listen, Davis Webb, third round pick, we like what we see in practice, we're going to go with him right off the bat. Would the outrage be the fervor be as, as heavy as it, it is now. Right. It would have still been – there would have still been a bit of an uproar, but I don't think it would have been as big because that would have shown yeah. – that would have because it sounds like – and some people have even either like conspiracy theorized or intimated like they've been told this, that they wanted, they wanted to get to Webb but thought it was more disrespectful for, to just like drop Eli and start Webb. So they're using like Geno Smith as like a cushion. Yeah. Which also – Makes it makes it worse. It does. To me. That, may, that, that to me, that makes, makes it worse, it worse too. Which, if you if you just if you have conviction and you wanted like that's what it the whole thing just shows like a lack of conviction to yeah, me. Like yeah. the Giants don't really know where they want to go right now. They don't really know what they're doing. And to me, like yeah, if you want to go take a look at Webb, then, then go take a look at Webb. Don't don't use you know poor Gino in air quotes as like some sort of buffer to that. And yeah, the whole thing to me just shows like a weird lack of direction. And I don't even think this – you know, Ben McAdoo deserves a lot of a lot of slamming because yeah. I think he's not a good coach. Nope. <laughs> and it doesn't seem to have a c- control of the team. But this is a decision that goes all the way to the top. I mean, you don't make – you don't bench Eli Manning without – you know, clarification from the top on down. So I think there's a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of fingers to point. Should get back to fantasy, probably. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned those career numbers, French, for um, for Geno Smith. Obviously, not the most accurate quarterback uh, ever. No. Nope. Uh, now he's got you know the the probably the most, I guess, startable asset there in the Giants' offense is probably Sterling Shepard. He looks like he's going to be back on track to play here. So, um, but again, we're talking about a slot guy. You know what I mean? And and slot guys generally, you know, tend to need accurate quarterbacks. Uh, I guess what is Geno Smith's overall impact on what is already not a great Giants offense? Uh, I think it's a downgrade uh, for everyone involved. I mean, even Evan Ingram hasn't been doing great the last few weeks, and he's been, like, the only startable asset in fantasy in that offense. But, I mean, Eli Manning and Sterling Shepard have a rapport. Like, they've been playing together for two years, so to go to – Go to Gino, who, like you said, isn't accurate. It's a downgrade. I don't know if you can trust, you know, none of these guys really have a ceiling. It's a good matchup against Oakland. It is. But then if Gino does bad, then what if they put Davis Webb in in, in the second half, and then you don't you have no idea what you're getting mm. into. Yeah, you're kind of just on your own. Like, if you need to start Shepard, if you need to start Ingram, I think you're okay because – Volume they're going, be there. To, yeah, they're yeah. going to get they're going to get targets. Nobody else in that offense really gets targets, and I would say that it's actually easier. It's easier to know that Shepard and Ingram are you know slot receiver and tight end 
as opposed to like Geno's going to have to get the ball deep outside the numbers to somebody like if Odell Beckham was there, remember him, uh, you know, that that would be more of a distressing proposition with the way he plays than, okay. than as opposed to just having to get it into the middle of the field with some of these guys against some, some more open coverage. Fair enough. Anybody playing Orleans Darkwall? I mean, running back's still kind of a disaster, so the volume volume will probably be there. All right, fair enough. Sa- same game. Michael Crabtree suspended for this game uh, for the fight he was in involved with with Aqib Talib last week. Amari Cooper looks like he's not going to play, uh, at least looking pretty doubtful. He's got that concussion and an ankle injury that he's working through right now. He has not practiced as of yet. Uh, we're recording Thursday morning, so uh, get more information, of course, Thursday afternoon. But um, looking like a very much like a long shot to play in this game against the Giants. It is Raiders. It is Giants. Where do the targets go? Uh, Alex it Gellar. is Jared Cook week. <laughs> Let's end, go. Tight ends against the Giants. Except he Vernon bounced. Davis. Vernon. Oh. <laughs> Still Vernon. not over it. Jared Cook bounces back this week, I think, in a big spot. I think so, too. Uh, Seth Roberts probably steps up as the de facto number one, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little more interested in Cordero Patterson. Yeah, buddy. To okay. be completely honest. Yeah, French got a big old smile on his face. I mean, he, what do you think, he's, pal? A, he's capable of splash plays, and we saw it last week. He had a 50-yard yeah. catch and run where he was just right. dragging defenders along yeah, the way. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but he only played 51% of the snaps. Seth Roberts played 83. And we've already seen Seth Roberts get targets in the red zone and that kind of stuff. So I think he's been a red zone target when he's the number three option. Right. Right. You know what I mean? As the number one, it seems a little bit different. Although Janoris Jenkins not going to be in this game either. I am not going down with the Seth Roberts ship. (laughs) Same. Same. That was my whole point. Like I don't care that he's been on the field more. I do not. I will not go down like out of principle. Why? Oh, because what's the, he's, what's the principal? He's bad. He's Seth, he's Seth Roberts. Oh, okay. He's been like he's an objectively like by any sort of metric that you look right. at, he's been a bad player. I don't see how suddenly like I don't look. I it, it's like the same thing when we try to chase the Chiefs like number two wide receivers. I don't care that they're on the field a ton. They don't do anything. Okay. Yeah. Seth Roberts, maybe he gets some volume, but yeah, I, Cordero Patterson had the most targets among the wide receivers. I think if you're desperate, you can play him. But look, this whole this whole Oakland offense is. Terrible. I mean, they've been a bad offense all year. Looks pretty broken. I think can't, taking can't out their – Can't score, can't move the ball. Can't move the ball. Derek Carr doesn't go downfield at all anymore. He's been sneaky bad all year, to, oh, be, yeah. to be honest, outside oh, yeah. of the one, like, Chiefs game. Um, and even then there were some some questionable throws. So, I don't really – like, I'm not interested. This game it could just be a straight nightmare. I, I think, think they're going to run the ball. I uh, think Marshawn Lynch yeah. has like thirty. You wrote, you wrote in him up game. in uh, Aaron Ground this week. So. I think uh, I think he's in line to have a pretty nice game. That's uh, right. The Giants' defense too looks like they're shot. So I mean, I don't know. I'm 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 interested in Marshawn Lynch, man. I think he could have a a very nice game uh, in this matchup. All right, Carolina's offense. Well, uh, it's I, I don't know what to make of it, man. Greg Olson foot, CMC shoulder, Devin Funches toe. They didn't practice Wednesday, although CMC and Funches did practice on Thursday. Uh, I did not get word yet on Greg Olson. Does anyone has anyone seen an update? Well, as not, we, not an update, but they said they didn't, didn't feel it was serious. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 quote unquote re injury that he had on last Sunday didn't appear to be serious. All the the tests came back clean, so uh, looks like he is on track. Oh, there's a he's the top blurb on Rotor World right now. Did not practice Thursday. Did not practice Thursday. Reportedly, did not suffer any additional damage to his foot in his first game back, but he's now missed the first two practices of the week, suggesting he suffered a setback of some kind. It's, it is doubtful Olsen is ready to play against the Saints on Sunday per per Roto World. Per Roto World. Uh, Speaking of that Saints defense, Marshawn Lattimore back practicing. He's looking good to play in that matchup against Carolina. All right, so 
Uh, you, you know about the litany of, of injuries. Maybe these are just vet days. I don't know. But I think uh, they said that for McCaffrey. It was, I think, Jordan Rodrigue, the beat reporter over there, had said it was like a maintenance day, like just yeah. she was getting treated for bumps and bruises. It wasn't like a, a big worry. So that's good to know. He practiced Thursday. Yeah. The Funchess toe injury concerns me, though. That one sounds like it's a little bit more serious. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there, but it's not a great matchup anyways. Funches, Especially if Lattimore's back. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Matt Lattimore does look like he's going to be back. The, the Funches injury scares me just a little he bit. He did return to practice Thursday as well, though. Yeah. I, I'm not too, too worried about the Funches injury. It, that seemed like one that even after it happened, they were pretty confident he was going to get back for, for yeah. this game. It, it says jammed toe, so it's not like turf toe, which is mm. the big worry because yes. that lingers. So it's like he kicked somebody or something. And his... He also he had a toe thing in college, and I think this could be like – just, you know, residual issues with it, but some that they're more cautious about than worried uh, worried about. So, uh, but th- you mentioned the matchup. This is a this is a fascinating game, I think, on a number of levels, and we can really dive deep into it later. But Funchess right now is going to be tough. I don't, you know, matchup or not, he's going to be tough to sit. Been, oh no, I'm not sitting him. Yeah, he's been awesome. He went over 100 yards for the first time last last week uh, this season. Marshawn Lattimore, really good corner, but. Funches is legit breaking out, and he's getting just a ton of air yards volume, a ton of volume sent his way. He was the only receiver, I think, that like wide receiver that caught a pass for that team last last week. They're running out guys like, you know, just total no like Keenan Clay or something. Like Kalen Clay. Kalen Clay. I mix up like Keenan Cole, <laughs> Keenan Cole and, and Kalen, Kalen Clay. Clay. I'm like, that, is call. that the same person? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, Russell Shepard not doing anything. Like right. this is a this is a this is a group that it doesn't have a lot of other options outside of Funches, especially if Olsen sits too. Like, he could legit get, you know, 14 balls thrown his way. I could see that happening. Absolutely. I believe uh, Demir Bird. Demir Bird, The guy yes. who splashed in the preseason oh is eligible to come off IR this week. He, I think Ooh. he broke his arm early in the year. Are we going yeah. danger zone? Demir Bird. So that's you, a, he's, he's a deep threat. I say Panthers just go to the option. <laughs> just just run the option with Wing Cam. Teeth, and, let's do it. Cam and you know what C-Mac. I mean? Yep. Triple option. Let's, let's get go. some triple option in there with <laughs> Jay Stu and Cam and CMC and see what happens. Demir Bird this. definitely, like, he should be on your danger zone radar because yeah. he's a guy that has been, like, a favorite in that organization for the last couple of years, especially of people that really observe the Panthers. He has legit deep speed, which is something the offense still really lacks over the top. Oh, yeah. boy, what's um, his 40 time? Oh, boy. See, oh, it's 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 up there. Or, I thought, or, or I thought Kalen there. Clay's uh, 40 time was pretty nice, too. Yes. Us. If I could, if you type in correctly. Demir Bird, the first thing, uh, the first thing <laughs> is pops Demir up Bird is forty. Forty. Uh, <laughs> he ran a he ran a four two five at his pro day. No, he did four two eight. Yeah, oh no, come on, something like that. He ran in the four two. I hate pro day. I hate it. Come on. Four two eight forty at the pro day. Oh, right. oh no! So it. now you're like a pro, like a forty yard dash snob. <laughs> well, <laughs> come I mean, on, ah, come on. I mean, come on. I mean, really? What? Though. Four two. He. I mean, pro day forties are notoriously. You know, well, he's little too. They're always going downhill. Four, four three two. Yards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, They've got giant okay. fans behind well, him. Or whatever. Whatever. Like. He runs a sub four three five. Okay, fine, fine, Can you, fine, can you yes, deal with that? Old, yes, I can get on. But he's. That. I mean, he's, that, that's he's, fast as hell. He's little. He's too. fast as hell. He's he's a v v he's five nine. V petite. Okay, five nine what? Five nine one ninety five. One eighty. That's being generous. That's per Roto World. Oh, that's he's, he's a little guy. That's but anyways, smaller than Crowder. He's a, he's d- he's definitely definitely a deep sleeper that uh, should be on like your danger zone radar. I'm just Fair saying. Enough. I'm just saying. Fair enough. I like it. Let's get to the Dallas game for you uh, Thursday night, folks. Sean Lee, Justin Durant ruled out. Same game. Jordan Reed ruled out. Vernon Davis uh, should be the starter there uh, in. Uh, the Washington offense, but again, Sean Lee and Justin Durant being out for Dallas. 
not a good sign. What, what's, what are we We're still tilting at? over still the zero tilting. from Dirt <laughs> Vernon Davis. Uh, still? That was hard to swallow. They can't get over it. It's tough because you had to sit on it for so long. I feel like you guys have talked about it every day this week. It's a zero. I will be talking about it until he catches 10 passes tonight. It's a zero. Unbelievable. The zero spot's tough. I do think the Washington offense gets back on track. It looked ugly on Thanksgiving. I think they totally get back on track, especially with both of their linebackers, Alshon Lee and Justin Durant. Yeah. Uh, forget about it, man. I think I th- and again, it's another great spot for Vernon Davis. You would think you would it's going to be the spot for him. I don't know. Jameson Crowder looks like he's going to be a great play too. So yep, I think the Washington offense definitely, definitely, definitely uh, gets on track, puts up a big number today against Dallas. But isn't know. it crazy that both? Both of these teams uh, have like had an entire week to prepare for this for right. this game, like they Thursday both to Thursday. Thursday they've, night, both. they've been doing that a lot lately on the schedules. I think last year, uh, some of the teams that played on Thursday for Thanksgiving were then Thursday the week after because it doesn't totally mess up their schedule yeah. this late yeah. in the year. It's, it still gives them a it's week. It's very prepare. generous. I like it. Like, Cur- how, like how they give like how they give buys after the London trip right. and stuff like that. They I don't like want they, the NFL doesn't want to try and put teams at a huge disadvantage. Nice. In Atlanta, Devontae Freeman, clear concussion protocol. Looks like he is good to go Sunday versus Minnesota. My only fantasy question there is, is Tevin Coleman still a startable asset? Uh, He's been so good with Devontae Freeman gone, but now that he's back in the lineup, can you still play Coleman against a very good Minnesota defense? Matt Harmon, your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to say yes out of the pure speculation that they have started to turn their offense around, and a big part of that is is Tevin Coleman. That was like as much as people were – you know, whining about Julio Jones's lack of involvement in the offense, and, and for some good reason at times. But it was much more mysterious to me that, like, Coleman would just be absent for long stretches because he was a big difference maker for, the, for them last year. I think they try to get back to that. You know what was interesting to me with Coleman's usage, though, too, was his targets. Like, last year he was such a great threat out of the backfield. Yeah. But over the last one, two, three, four, five, six games, he has like, eight targets. Yeah. Including his featured games, which was what was kind of surprising. He has eight targets total in six games? Correct. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, that is wild. Uh, let me make sure I did my math correct. Yes, eight targets in well, six games. Well, it doesn't games. matter. I mean, if it's single digits, just that doesn't so, make any sense <laughs> whatsoever. But wow. I'm I'm, cons- I'm concerned. Like, I know Coleman's been he's, – he's been good, and you watch him. He's ran really hard. He hasn't been, like, hyper-efficient in these last few games filling in for uh, – T- uh, five five yards carry last week. He had two yards of carry the week before, yeah. and you know four, four, four before four, that. One. So it wasn't terrible, but like I don't know. It's it's a great defense, and now that F- Freeman's going to come back, you know yeah. they're going to want to get him in the mix. He's great. They paid him. Like I'm just I'm scared. At least it's at home. It is. I, at it home. makes me feel better that it's in the dome. It sure. is at home, but I'm just like I was. I was looking at this game. I'm like, man, if Freeman's still out, Coleman's going to be a great play. But if Freeman comes back, I'm like, ah, yeah, I know. I think that's spin. the big decision. I think that most a lot of folks are having because again, you know, anytime you get a, a running back who who has posted pretty good numbers, it's it's hard to get away from the recency bias. You know what I mean, French? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but for just a report out of. Uh, from ESPN.com, Von McClure, the Falcons beat reporter for yeah, ESPN. He's a good re- He's, reporter. He said Coleman is likely to settle into the backup role. Yeah, I mean, I, back, we, so. I think we all know he's going to be the backup. It's yeah. just, can you play him? I don't know. I don't know what the volume is going to be. Th- it's, I, it's I probably would play. It's a tough call. I would play and, Freeman hoping he gets a touchdown, and I don't think you can play Coleman. I you think could, they also said It's just was, a bad matchup, too. Freeman was going to stay involved in the pass game, and that's really that's Although, his thing. Although, um, yeah. This game could be a, a sneaky shootout 
The yeah. the Vikings, I mean, their defense is very good, but, yeah. you know, their offense can put up points. And 100%. The Falcons' offense is heating up, and it's been great. So there's the hope that if this is a shootout, Coleman gets into the end zone. So I like it. Falcons have injuries in the secondary, too. Desmond Trufant in the, pro- in the concussion protocol. I don't think he's cleared yet. And uh, Brian Poole, their slot corner, is was injured last week. He might play, but still it would be, you know, less than 100%. Got, got the old uh, uh, pre-Adam Thielen injury coming in. Doesn't want to face yeah. uh, Randy Moss 2.0 there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ah, there shoot, Thielen's coming. I got tweaked something. Just kidding. It I'm is the Battle of the Bay. It's Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. Jameis Winston and his shoulder have been cleared to play Sunday. Uh, is he back in the streaming conversation no. versus a Packers defense that has been absolutely shredded? No. I kinda, no. I kind of think he is. I can uh, see the logic there, but I say no. Okay. Uh, you never. He could take one hit and be be out. Be I, he could like, also just You don't know what's bad. going on with a shoulder. Yeah. It's true, and he could yeah. also just be bad. The, I think the Packers secondary is also super banged up. That's true. what I'm saying. They, they're Demarius Randall is their quote unquote best cover corner per Chris Collinsworth, which was one of the most baffling things I've ever heard in my life. And <laughs> he's got cramps and and injuries. And then their actual best cover corner, uh, rookie Kevin King, has a shoulder injury. He like can't press people. He can't like get his which arms up to stuff. That's his. That's best his, he, yeah. He's long and he's physical. That's what he needs to do. Oh. So their secondary is banged up. The last five quarterbacks to face the Packers have finished in re- going in reverse order. QB one, QB twenty two, QB fourteen, QB seven, QB ten. The low ones are Joe Flacco, who I barely right. ever gets <coughs> over QB twenty anyway. So yep. the fact that he was QB twenty two against the Packers in a blowout tells you how bad their secondary is. And then Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell was Trubisky, QB fourteen against what? this defense. Craziness. Yeah, maybe you're, you're, maybe you guys are kind of talking talking me into it. The I mean, the Packers I, have the twenty second pass defense DVOA per football outsider. So they're bad, dude. Hopefully Mike Evans can get going. But, but that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. They have so many weapons. It's like it's. I, I wonder if it's even less about, um, you know, Jameis, and it's more just about the weapons he's got. You know, Deshaun Jackson certainly can beat somebody over the top in this Green Bay defense. Mike Evans is certainly there. Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard has developed a little bit as well. Yeah. I, I don't you know. know. I think quarterback I, I think is I'm, such a. I think I'm getting my bold prediction for the article. <coughs> I think uh, Mike, Here it is. Mike Evans gets his first hundred yard game this Ooh. year. Ooh, I yes. actually, I actually agree. Very I, think, I think that happens. The volume's been there. Like it's, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen. This is a good. But this could be a beautifully bad shootout. It could. Honestly. <laughs> I put could. that in my notes. Jameis, yes. Jameis, and Brett Hundley just just going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I put that exact thing in my notes. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to drop this during oh, the most damn it. games. But most damn games. Oops, sorry, also, I preempted you. you did. Also, if you want to yeah. see your favorite yes. fantasy oh. podcast crew on oh, NFL Network game. on Saturday, we break this this game down on NFL Pick 'Em. Airs three times Saturday and once on Sunday morning. So I, search for it on your. I DVR. wear a 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. Uh, 8 a.m., 3 p.m., 11 p.m. Pacific, and 6 a.m. Sunday morning. So yeah, if you want to see no my, Eastern, not Pacific. Eastern. Sorry, I was Eastern. I was defaulting to the superior time Eastern, zone, but it say, is right. in fact the the best. Yes. Time search zone. your DVR yes. for NFL Pick'em and it'll come up. Uh, yeah, oh, watch yeah. watch me wearing a stupid hat and us being idiots in front of a green screen. It's yeah. <laughs> There's your tease. What else could you possibly? Uh, bro, bro, we were what else we you were need? we filmed live at a castle. Oh my god! Well, I mean, it was yeah, so we, they flew All us location. to Scotland. Beautiful yeah. rainbow. Yeah. It was above. great. Oh, it, was, it was gorgeous. A I love potential it. child running in the background. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Mayhaps. That's we shall be see. a big turn off for me if that oh, happens. Boy. Uh, there Ugh. may or may not be a dragon. Probably not. But we'll see where the budget takes us. All right. Uh, deep sleeper time. Matt Harmon hit me. Let's go with Dee Dee Westbrook uh, out of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You Jacksonville. know, uh, illustrious. Uh, passing game. He's had 35.7% of the team's intended air yards over the last two weeks. They have obviously, he is a That's big, outrageous, yes, man. He's a Jeez. big, big play threat. Uh, he's a guy that I thought was a, 
a fine college prospect. I thought some people liked him more than me, but he but he has legit game breaking ability, and he's been close to some big plays. Uh, he had a, a potential big catch down the sideline against the Arizona Cardinals last week. Didn't come down with it, so it's there. They're trying to get him involved. He saw a big jump in snaps from uh, this first to second week. He was over seventy percent last game out, um, and this is a good matchup against the Colts defense. Uh, so banged up. Yes, they're banged up. They're also bad. Uh, they've allowed deep passing yardage week in and week out. I think D.D. Westbrook really has a shot. Uh, he's probably going to be my bold prediction for uh, for this Ooh, week. I like it, man. Getting some teases for the bold predictions. Like NFL.com slash bold predictions. You, yeah, can also, you can also see the bold prediction tracker where you can see James Coe just lighten it up on a week-to-week basis. I think I whiffed on the last week, didn't what I? What was this last week? I think last week I had predicted a, a big a big game for some quarter, some rando quarterback that didn't happen. Um, oh, I think it was a Matt Moore v. Patriots. Oh, it was. What, no, top we, ten. Well, we've actually, as a team, we've had somebody absolutely nail their bold prediction two weeks in a row because you slam dunked your Tyrod Taylor. Oh, you got your four touchdowns. He actually threw four touchdowns. You finally got in the green. I know. That was your first green green spot. I'm really excited. That's good. I love it. James Coe said Matt Moore finishes as a top 10 fantasy QB and yeah. That didn't work out. That's right. I said said the Titans and Colts clear 50 total points. They did not. They, they they did not. Oh, Fab said Mike Wallace or Jamie Mackin will both be top 10 wide receiver and both finish in the top 20. They both probably didn't even sniff the top 20 in that game, right? No. I think I, I would doubt it. Oof, Wallace had 57 yards or something. So that's what's fun about bold predictions is yes. some slam dunk and others you just go, just, whoa, oh. big time whiff. Yes. French said a, bu- a buck and a 50 and a touchdown for Larry Fitz. Because I dreamt about it. Because <laughs> you dreamt about it. That's ha- the part I that I love. I actually had a dream. before, <laughs> Even before Thanksgiving, I woke up and that's was like, That's the part that ooh, I love. Ooh, give, help me get, like, give me get a, let me get a r- oh, ruling on this because okay. I'm the one that compiles the, 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 the green, the yellow, green, yellow de- yeah, designation. Red, Adam yeah. Rank last week, Zay Jones goes for six receptions for 97 yards and a touch. What did he go for? He had three for 33 and a touch. I would, that, I would give that. I would give that a yellow. yellow. That's yeah, a yellow. yellow. It's a yellow. Rank has been the the, the, the freaking master of bold predictions this he year. Has he been. went green, yellow, green, green, red. DNP because when you're a stud, you can just take weeks off. <laughs> it was uh, his bye week. His bye week. His bye week. Yellow, red, green, yellow, green. Well, wow, smashing! It's That's like if you look at the chart insane. at the uh, bottom of the article, it's like right in the middle there. Rank is just killing it. That's my favorite part about the article is the chart of tracking it all for us. Oh yeah. Not, but not only that, though, he's also been absolutely destroying Danger Zone as well, which is, I mean, come on. Uh, it's in, it is insane what he's doing in Danger Zone. I think it helps he's doubled up some of them, though, his bold predictions and Danger Zone. You so might be right. Because last week, Danger right. Zone was, was Zay, Zay Jones. Jones. Uh, but you're right. And it was his bold prediction. Might have to change the name <coughs> of the segment to Safe Zone. Safe Zone. Yeah. Ooh. I well, mean, the guys he's picking are just <laughs> random as hell. I mean, I love it. <laughs> moral, I was doing it. Moral of the story, Adam freaking Rank is a god. All right, so speaking yeah. of yeah. random as hell players, franchise. French, what you got? My nice derp slurper is a uh, rookie wide receiver in the Rams, Josh Reynolds, yeah, we saw who we week, saw man. pop up on the radar Touchdown. last week. First game with Robert Woods out. There was a storyline Sunday morning. He'd be involved. He actually he was. was. He went for four for 37 and a touchdown. He played 81% of the snaps, so he they slotted him right in. He was out there almost the entire game. Plays against Arizona this week. Arizona has a pretty bad pass defense. Indeed they do. And I think uh, if you're looking for a deep sleeper, Josh Reynolds is Oh, but guy. Patrick Peterson – He'll be, on, Patrick Peterson. he'll be on Sammy oh, he's, Watkins. He's, he's taking out Watkins. No, I mean, I, I think know, it's a big it's, cup it's Reynolds just, game. It's just funny to me because, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's like people want to jump into your mentions all the damn time when you're like, Arizona's secondary is yes, not good. Yes. And they're like, Patrick Peterson, though, bro, he's the best in the league. 
double P, let's go. Look, it's it, like, all right, dude, yeah, we get it. But for fantasy, it doesn't matter because Arizona's getting shredded. Right, no one's denying that. Just look at the numbers. Look at the damn numbers. Those people damn aren't it. looking at the numbers. They're not. They're not spending up time looking at the numbers. Yes. Um, Whiskey, what you got? Uh, I'm going with Julius Thomas. Why? <laughs> can, why? Can, can, can I ask why? Here's why. Here we go. Couple, couple reasons. All right. He's had four-plus targets in each of the last four weeks. Yeah. Hasn't turned into a, a whole hell of a lot of production. <laughs> Uh, I'm sold. No, no, no. Hold on. He went for 84 in a touch in one of those weeks, eight in a touch in another week, 30 in no touch, and 52 in a, and no touch. That's not bad. But let's not forget, he's playing the Broncos, who okay. give up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns oh, to tight ends. Yes. And it's revenge. Oh, my God. He's coming back against them. But wait a second. It's a double revenge game. They mm. just pick, Miami just picked up AJ Derby. Oh. Right, the double revenge game at the, at the tight Thomas end position and Adam, and Adam Gase. Gase. Adam, oh, oh my so god, much there's so much revenge in this game. That's why it's Julius Thomas week, baby. There's so much revenge. Vance Joseph, and also revenge. Oh, to the oh, there's it's double revenge. Although, although, is it revenge if you he, you decided to leave and like you also got a job you probably weren't qualified for is that also is it still revenge then Ooh, like, thanks, thanks for ha- letting me hang out in Miami for a while now I get a promotion to a job that I'm probably I'm not <laughs> thriving in right. shall, shall we say but he's right having the, the time, time of his, his life. life you guys can be as excited as you want about Miami versus Denver but <laughs> you're out I'll be watching <laughs> I'm in on <laughs> I'm in on James Coe's deep sleeper AJ uh, Derby no, no. Oh. You're one on your paper. No, yeah, Travis. No, not, not, not AJ, AJ Derby. Derby. <laughs> he just got picked up. He was also like, wasn't he like technically on IR for a bit for I'm the gonna, Broncos? I'm going to laugh if what happens is Julius Thomas has like a solid game, like a six for 62. And AJ Derby, Derby, Derby gets, gets the one, one for, touch. for one, yeah, one touchdown, touchdown game. That, will, that will happen. Predi- you just ah. predicted the future. Bold prediction right there. Boom. Jay Cutler's back for this game, too. Yes. Don't care. Okay. Just saying. Uh, Travis Benjamin. <laughs> he doesn't either. <laughs> Travis Benjamin. Uh, the speedster. The charger. Taking on Cleveland. Uh, you know, Mike Williams. A revenge game. It's a revenge oh, game. It's a revenge game. Oh, the my Travis God. Benjamin so revenge. So much revenge. Game. There's so much revenge in this rundown. Jeez. I can't handle it. I can't handle all this revenge. Travis Benjamin. Taking on Cleveland in a revenge game, as Matt Harmon has noted. But Mike Williams out for that uh, Chargers attack as well. Should open up a little more, a uh, few more targets downfield anyways for Travis Benjamin. We saw the Chargers actually utilize Travis Benjamin a hell of a lot more in their first six games when uh, Mike Williams was gone. And then, you know, they they, they went into a more traditional style offense. Once Mike Williams came back, it was great results. But now that he's gone, I wonder where they go. Travis Benjamin might see a few more targets in this game. And what the hell? Why not? Phillip Rivers is absolutely cooking right now. So give me a piece of that offense. Yeah, buddy. Give me a piece of that offense. Travis Benjamin versus Cleveland. All right. Let me tell you about a great product. It is called Oil Can Hancock's Man Spray. Oil Can Hancock's are built in America with pride, crafted for those who are not afraid to get dirty and keep on going. Mm. All available at a great price, plus for a limited time, you can use the code NFLFAN30 for 30% off your order, plus free shipping at www.buyoch.com. Armin, you're rocking a little right now, you said, right? I am am currently wearing it right now. Take a whiff of yourself. Take a whiff of yourself. (laughs) Do you need to freshen up? 
Nah, that bro. Was, I that feel was a, like that was a deep that's, whiff. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that was Tony. That was Tony Montana levels of whiff. No, no comment. I, uh, I no, it's good stuff. I, I don't need to freshen up because I'm wearing uh, oil can OCH right now. OCH I agree. Right I also use it and I like it. It's there a good it little. I get out of the shower. Yes, you know, spray. it's perfect for that time. Yes. That that moment. Yes. <laughs> that moment. That your day. Moment. It is. It is. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I don't know I like what it. I, I like don't it. know what like f- I don't know what flavor or not flavor. <laughs> flavor. Scent. Oh my. Scent. I don't oh know my. what scent I have though because it's like talking about getting out of showers and what flavor OCA. You're welcome, is. listeners. I mean, this yeah. this is a hot understand. description. What's happening? Uh, I don't but like anyways, it. Anyways, use great the code. Continue. Great gift idea for the the men in your life. By OCH.com. NFL fan 30. For 30% off your order plus free shipping by OCH.com. All right, let's get to MDG. Most damn games. Most. You can find every damn game at NFL.com slash fantasy. Is that a new website? I've never heard of that. that. (laughs) You've never heard of the old NFL.com. Underground website. That's right. Underground like this. I go to uh, NFL.net. NFL.net.com. Here we go. Um, KC taking on the Jets. They are in New Jersey. Alex Gelhar, what do you got? Uh, I'm not starting Alex Smith at this point. Nope. Mm. He's averaging 223 yards per game with four touchdowns and four picks over his last four. That's uh, it's not great, Bob. Nope. And with not no good. with no teams on buys, there's plenty of other quarterbacks to look to if you're hurting. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I mean, we were talking about this the other night. I think uh, at the was it at the bar probably or maybe at our desk. Probably. probably. It all merges Either together. at the bar or the co- coffee shop. <laughs> But just, like, just you're just pissed because you weren't there. It's it's True. frustrating because Kareem Hunt's getting the volume. He's not producing, but it's like who else do you start? Who else do you start him for if you bench him? I don't have a ton of insight into whether or not he's going to bounce back. Uh, the Jets have been this, playing really good. Run they have been playing really good run defense. They're, that's what the whole thing is. It's kind of an underrated defense, and the Chiefs are on the road, so not in love with anybody. Travis Kelsey, you're, you're starting him. Tyreek Hill's boomer bust. I don't know what else to tell you about him. We should know that by now. I, I just I wrote up the Jets as a streaming defense. If you're super a, desperate, just like if you, it's a decent pick. If you're feeling lucky, yeah, okay. Well, and the Chiefs' offense is just completely They've just broken been right so now. So terrible. Yeah. It's true. Uh, on the flip side, Josh McCown, man, I like it. He's yeah. an every week starter. Fire him up. Over his last seven games, he scored 16 total touchdowns with just five picks, and he's throwing 246 yards per game. Amazing. Like, I uh, I think it, the Chiefs' defense has improved a little bit over their recent run, but that's thanks to playing Eli Manning, Trevor Simeon, Tyrod Taylor, and right. like a broken Dak Prescott a little bit still too. So I'm not overrating that. I think McCown, Robbie Anderson are good starts. Not touching this backfield like at all. I don't know about you guys. Matt but Forte no, still no. dinged up. Uh, Elijah McGuire is going to get some run. Why would you want to hate yourself like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've only had like one good week since that week four explosion when Elijah McGuire and Bilal Powell ripped off like 70-yard yeah. touchdown runs, yep. and it's yourself. just it's bad. There you uh, go. And then ASJ, like, he's he's been frustrating. These poor guys had more touchdowns taken off the board than I think anybody in NFL history in one season mm-hmm. from weird catch rules. I but think we have Des Bryant on line one. It's, uh, hey, he had – one touchdown You're, taken off that's, the board. That's <laughs> highlight bias. You're remembering one big moment. I highlight, oh, bias. Highlight, <laughs> highlight bias. Highlight bias. Yeah. I like it. Uh, but he's getting high-value targets in the end zone, despite the fact that he's getting those touchdowns overturned. He's still getting targeted there, and he's dropped one there, so I think he's worth a stream. All right, there you go. I like it. Patriots taking on the Bills. Matt Franchise, what do you got? Yeah, I don't think you need much analysis about Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski. You're starting Are them. Yeah, they're good. Okay. Uh, mm. For all the shade we threw Brandon Cooks in the preseason of like people thinking he was a top wide, he's a wide receiver five right now. Yeah, in he's standard. Good. 
He's had, I mean, obviously inju- <clears throat> injuries have helped yeah. kind of lead him to this position. Hogan's been out for like a month. Julian Edelman's been out since the beginning of the season. Hogan, Gronk has missed a few games still. But the thing I, I loved about him, though, this year is that he's been consistent. Consistent yeah. yardage. Yeah. And uh, rece- reception totals. Double-digit PPR points in six of his last seven games. Six yeah. catches in each of his last three, and I think he has a touchdown in each That's of those great, last man. two. Uh, so you're firing up Cooks against the Bills who don't have a great pass defense. Uh, and then for the Patriots running backs, Rex Burkhead and Deion Lewis, I think you can safely start both of these guys. 100%. The Bills have a- allowed a league-high 14 total touchdowns to running backs. They're allowing 143 scrimmage yards to the position. Uh, so start both of those guys. Uh, Buffalo, for Buffalo's offensive players, the the Patriots are allowing 13.1 points per game to opposing teams in the last seven games. So their defense has tightened up after a, lot. a rough start. Yeah, um, I agree. So they're no longer that start all of your players against type of matchup. Yep. I think you still can stream Tyrod. Hope he gets you some rushing mm-hmm. yards and maybe chase some garbage points in the second. Should half. be negative game or like at least pass heavy game script for the Bills. Right, you would think. And uh, Shady McCoy, you're probably starting him. He's accounted for 30.5 percent of the Bills' offensive scrimmage yards this year. That's third most in the league behind Lev Bell and Todd Gurley. Uh, but the Patriots like to shut down other teams' biggest weapons. So just, you know, temper expectations. Charles Clay, I think you can stream at tight end, hope for some volume. He's not a huge touchdown upside guy. And right. maybe Zay Jones is a deep play. Maybe. Detroit taking on Baltimore in Baltimore. Alex Collins missed practice on Wednesday with a calf injury. Don't know his status as of yet. Something to keep an oh. eye on. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Yeah, let's hope that uh, Alex Collins can get back out there uh, because he has been really the only good thing about the Ravens' offensive attack. He's if looked you, good. If you can call it that. He's been awesome really all year, and they've obviously turned kind of really turned over the keys to the car to Alex Collins. The Lions allow uh, – their run defense has kind of started to break down over the last few weeks. Uh, I believe they've allowed 136, 222, and 200 uh, total rushing yards over the last three weeks. Uh, and so I think you're firing up Alex Collins if he's out there and, and hoping for a good game, especially bit being in Baltimore. He's a player that I really like this week. Um, the rest of the Ravens, no. Uh, not, <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's legitimately no. hashtag never Ravens. <laughs> it, it is. And I think if, if one if you can tell yourself like a decent story about Jeremy Macklin just because he's going to he plays, you know, about 60 percent of his time in the slot uh, and he's going to avoid. Uh, Darius Slay on the outside because of that, but it's just not—it's just not been there coming out of the bye like I expected it to be. So he's more of like a desperation wide receiver three play if you're really hurting. Uh, and then other than that, that is just a straight no for the Ravens' yeah, offense. Th- their whole passing attack is hamstrung. Um, like some stuff from the research packet, among 35 qualified quarterbacks, Joe Flacco ranks last in yards per attempt with 5.3, 32nd in yards per game with 170, uh, oh tied for 31st in inter- interceptions with 11. It is horrendous. Their pass catchers have only had three instances all year where one of them has had more than 57 yards in a game. Oh, boy. Three. Like, collectively, between Wallace, uh, Macklin, Perriman, Watson, even the running backs. That's not good. Three. Three times. Uh, We'll stay with you, Alex Gilhar. Minnesota taking on Atlanta. What do you got? We got to talk about the Lions. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Well, don't don't disrespect the Lions. Well, good Lord. I mean, you just spent, you know, all your time just – I didn't taking know a, I was on a time limit. Taking a blowtorch to Baltimore's offense. <laughs> so let's talk about a good offense here. I like. I All still right. like the the Lions' offense in this game, even though the Ravens theoretically have a tough defense. I saw. You know, I think Tom Savage kind of looked okay against them on he Monday night. He made some throws. He also he, made some yeah, horrific. I mean, he throws. did some Tom Savage things, but he also still uh, he still made some throws. Obviously, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. 
to really took it to Jimmy Smith on Monday night, and yeah, that makes me feel a lot better about starting Marvin Jones. I mean, I think you know what you're getting yourself into with Marvin Jones. Yep. Like, he could easily go for, you know, three for 20 or something like that, but he could also have a big blow-up game like he did on Thanksgiving on a lot of people's benches. So I think for the rest of the way, you do not sit Marvin Jones. You play him every single week, uh, and there's that. Golden Tate, I think – you know, the, the Ravens have been really good against slot receivers, but I think you probably want to just try to roll them back out there and, and hope for the best. Yeah, it's crazy that Marvin Jones is a top ten wide receiver. Um, and, and people just – it's it's so hard to, to play him. It's That's what's crazy uh, about fantasy this year. We got for top mo- ten. For yeah. more on Marvin Jones. For more on Marvin Jones. Check out Konos. Check out Konos. Great article this week NFL.com. Underrated wide receivers. Wouldn't have even got that plug in there if you had just – if you would continue on your plan to silence me. <laughs> Box you out. Wow. Box me out and the Lions. I'm here for you, Detroit, <sighs> but not your running backs. All right. Don't play those. Yeah, uh, no. Amir Abdullah dealing with a neck injury, so FYI, if you care. Eh. No, you no Oh, by does. the way. Meh. Okay, Minnesota taking on Atlanta in hot Atlanta. Alex Gellhart, what do you got? This is uh, – Minnesota, man, is having a run of really interesting games and really exciting games here. I think uh, starting on their side of the ball – we can't go away from Case Keenum, the NFC Offensive Player of the Month. That's correct. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lighten <laughs> it up. Uh, over the last three weeks, he's been the QB5, the QB13, and the QB3. He's averaging uh, 289 passing yards per game with eight total touchdowns, just two picks. So he's lighting it up. As Harmon, you know, you mentioned there's some injuries to the uh, Falcons secondary. The there, dude so that's uses, good. uses his legs more than I he, remember he him. He is, as uh, broadcasters quick, like to say, dude. sneaky athletic. Yes, he is. <laughs> you know who he – well, I always – Go back, you know. I always go back to the magical 2013 oh, yes. Case Keenum moment. Uh, but like, he w- remember when he first got out there? People kind of compared him to like a uh, poor man's Tony Romo. Hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of that is kind of who he, that's kind of who he plays as. Like, he's not gonna you know rip off like Tyrod Taylor, Cam Newton type rushing numbers, but he can move around and especially kind of elude defenders in the pocket. Yeah. You've definitely seen that a lot. Uh, since Minnesota's bye, they've put more of an emphasis on running Latavius Murray. He's yeah. averaging 82 yards per game since the Week Nine bye and has scored four rushing touchdowns in that span. So I think you want to start him, but this could also be a good Jarek McKinnon game. Mm-hmm. I know we said that last week, didn't really pan out, <clears throat> but Atlanta historically bleeds receptions to pass-catching backs. Uh, they still do this year. Uh, no team has allowed more receptions to backs than the Falcons with 71, and if this game does go high-scoring, McKinnon could certainly be in play. We're starting Thielen and Diggs. I really don't shouldn't need to tell anybody anything right. about that. I know you probably haven't been as thrilled with Diggs' production since he came back, but nope. he hasn't been, like, cratering your lineup either. Yeah. And he had a touchdown a couple weeks ago. Okay. And then Rudolph has four catches in seven straight games now, and, like, uh, his yardage totals haven't been great. He has a high of 63 in that span. He also has four touchdowns, and, like, at tight end, if you're getting four catches a game, Sign why, me up. why He's not? He's a tight end one. Uh, Matt Ryan, I think, is a decent start here. He's at home. He's been heating up. Worry about the Minnesota – pass defense a little bit, but I think the uh, the Falcons offense is hitting its stride. We already kind of talked about the running backs. We're starting Julio Jones. I think Sanu's a decent flex. Other than that, don't want to start Austin Hooper against this great defense shutting down tight ends, and I don't think either defense is really in play in this one from a fantasy perspective. Fair enough. Word Tampa up. Bay at Green Bay. We talked about this game a little bit, but we Doug did. Martin dealing with a concussion for those of you who care about Doug Martin, which – I don't imagine there's many Not many. Yeah. Uh, don't play Doug Martin. FYI. Don't play Doug Martin. I Fresh, mean, what do you got? definitely pick up Jaquiz Rogers if he's out there. If you are a Doug Martin <laughs> owner, forced to have to play Doug Martin, add Jaquiz and plug him in if Martin's out. Uh, like Gelhar said, this might be one of those beautifully bad shootouts. We didn't talk about Devontae Adams' outlook, who I think mm. is in line for a big game against the Bucks defense, who's the only team allowing 200-plus yards per game to opposing wide receivers. Crazy. We just watched Julio Jones shred them last week. 
Uh, and Devontae Adams' target totals last four games, 10, 8, 10, 10, 8, 10, and 8. So he's getting 10, a lot 8, of 10, looks 8. from Brett Hundley. Okay. I also like Jamal Williams. I wrote him up in FedEx Aaron Ground this yeah, week. Yeah, uh, He has been on the field for over 80% of the snaps each of the last two weeks, 47 touches in that span. Uh, and the Bucks are a favorable matchup. He's he's produced against unfavorable matchups against the Ravens and Steelers the last two weeks. This is a favorable matchup, so if he gets that volume, he's going to get those goal line touches. I think he could be a top 10 guy again this week. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, but uh, Tampa Bay giving up nearly 400 yards per game. Um, one note on Jamal Williams: Aaron Jones is practicing on like a and getting like a trial run today uh, mm. for Coach Mike McCarthy. So. Oh. He could come back, and if he does, he will certainly muddle the outlook of that backfield. Dang it! <laughs> I just saw that on Twitter. Doubt he's back ago. this week, right? But like, definitely Prob- next, probably next not. Week. But it's still something to watch because they, if he's active and it's like, oh, we're going to give him 10, 15 touches or something like that. I, I don't think they do are that. Who are the active backs for Green Bay? It's Jamal Williams, Devontae Mays, Mays, Devontae and uh, Aaron Ripkowski. Did, did, did he even see the field last week? No, he was in total doghouse because he fumbled on one of his two carries yeah, did, the week yeah, before. Yeah, he oh, right away. It's him and the Ripper. Huh? Okay, I like it. Uh, <coughs> where are we here? Houston at Tennessee. What do we got in this AFC South battle, Matt Harmon? Well, we mentioned that uh, Tom Savage looked kind of good for Tom for Tom Savage. He looked serviceable. He he made yeah, like we said, he made some he made some throws. He, okay. he made some throws there uh, on on Monday Night Football. Uh, and you know, but last week we saw the Titans' defense actually get up and and take it to the Colts in Indianapolis. They only gave up 165 passing yards in total. Uh, Jacoby, but I think that was like a Jacoby Brissett thing. He was really he did not play well in that game. Uh, definitely looked bothered by the pressure, which at, I don't blame him at this point because he's right. been getting beat up he's all year. Uh, so. I don't know how I feel. I, I'm not going to suggest you stream Tom Savage or anything like that against the Titans. Uh, but I think this is a great spot for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, maybe even if Will Fuller gets back, I don't know if we know that he, he's going to be back or not in this game, but it would be a pretty good spot against the Titans secondary that can give up big plays, especially we saw two weeks ago against the Steelers. They really got hammered by Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger on deep passes. So Fuller might be like an interesting guy if he gets back out there. You mean uh, Pro Bowler throw. Bruce Ellington? I mean, Bruce Ellington has been getting volume. Yeah. So Bruce there's that. Bowl, Bruce Bowl. Hashtag Bruce Bowl. Bruce, Bowl. Bruce for the poll, Pro Bowl. That's all. Bruce Bowl is working. I feel like you're getting some hashtags. We're getting some, we're getting some hashtag I'm to add a column to my tweet deck for it. Uh, <laughs> or just Bruce Bowl. <laughs> hashtag Bruce Bowl. I feel like there's going to be some weird stuff that pops up in there, but that's what Twitter's, yeah, Twitter's exactly. about. Uh, on the Titans side, Marcus Mariota has just been a nightmare this year. He's thrown a touchdown on 2.9% of his passes, uh, which is – the 28th, I think, in the NFL among starting quarterbacks. That doesn't so sound good. not good. Uh, Corey Davis has people have been trying to make it happen with Corey Davis, but it's not. And like, quite frankly, this is just a thing about like how impatient we are with uh, re- like receivers and rookies in general. I mean, for Corey Davis to be out there for 75, 86.7, 83.1, and 72.4 percent of the snaps the last four weeks. Yeah. That's that's good sign for a rookie. Like that's a good thing that they trust him that much. Like that's a that's a good note for a rookie. He's just not going to produce in fantasy this year because no. his quarterback is struggling and he's you know not ready yet. Well, have you? I mean, and if you watch him play too, they have zero chemistry. Yeah. Well, you know which is I mean? to be expected. Like he missed a chunk of training camp with the sure. hamstring injury. Then he missed a chunk of the regular season. He was barely out there in preseason it, at all. It's like the exact opposite. Like when I watch, you know, we, when you watch Doug Baldwin and, and yeah. Russell Wilson, they they have like a mind meld. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Those guys are familiar with each other. Exactly. And these guys 
guys could could not be farther from exactly. That. So I just think it's a general point about how impatient we are as fans. Like people, you can't say anything about Corey Davis ju- just yet. No, but, but, absolutely. Yeah. Not. So, yeah. but that doesn't really doesn't really matter for fantasy. But like uh, <laughs> in terms of what does matter for fantasy is like the running backs for these Tennessee Titans. Like, yeah. I really they should just. Give Derrick Henry the bulk of the rushing work and let DeMarco Murray work on passing downs. But we have no indication they're going to do that, so these two backs are going to be frustrating, uh, you know, even in a pretty decent spot. All right, Cleveland traveling here to L.A., taking on LCH. Alex Gelhar, what do you got? Uh, well, we don't want to target a ton of the Cleveland offense. Isaiah Crowell's kind of been decent the last few weeks. I mean, you can maybe start the backfield. Maybe Corey Coleman from a volume standpoint. Let's address the elephant in the room. Josh Gordon coming back. I know, Chris, you were saying, uh, right. our franchise was telling me before the pod that yeah, that's right. you had Mary Kay Cabot. Uh, yeah, I had Mary Kay Cabot on uh, on Chargers Weekly. Chris got beat. some nugs here. She's Check a, out the Chargers uh, Weekly pod. Beat yeah, reporter. she's fantastic. I had her on uh, yesterday. The podcast just published on Chargers.com. What and was she saying about uh, Mr. Gordon? So she said that they are going to try to get him the ball as much as possible and that she talked to some people on Wednesday that said Gordon was instantly the best player on the field. So, I don't know. I, I think the, the Browns are in a position where they're, you know, you, you pull out all stops to get a win. And the fact that you have Corey Coleman on the other side, who uh, who had 19 targets, I believe, the last two weeks, yeah. that says something. But I will say this, Casey Hayward, AFC Defensive Player of the Month, has been he's no great. one has been playing better at the cornerback position than Casey Hayward. That's but right. And he's I, shadowing uh, a lot of top yes. options, too. So. He is. Yeah, he's not – it's not is like Is he going to play Sunday? Because he's dealing with that personal issue. I, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I I don't, I don't want to speculate here because I'm not yeah, sure. that's um, what I'm but, saying. But if he does play, you know, chances are he'll probably shadow Gordon. Casey but, Hayward has – if you don't know, Casey Hayward has had to deal with the – with the uh, uh, like a lot of tra- tragedy in his life, like legit tragedy. It's mm-hmm. – uh, brother was a brother-in-law or uh, someone in his family um, uh, from what I understand I, I guess passed away in a car accident yeah I just saw I mean I've seen the headline and I don't know what Casey's status is now I know he he was on the injury report slash personal reasons right. yesterday for not for not being at practice but right. I think he told teammates that he's gonna, gonna play gonna come back out yeah. there and play okay. so uh, but even if he even if he doesn't, Trevor Williams is a guy that deserves been playing more really, credit. Really well. I'm writing a bit about him in the Next Gen Stats column that goes up later today. Okay. Oh, 54 targets in coverage, 48.1% completion rate allowed, just 380 yards, three wow. touchdowns, two picks, and a 74.6 passer rating. That's pretty good. Wow. He's been a hell of a find for them as like a 2016 UDFA. Yeah, people thought the sky was falling when Verrett went down. 100%. And then Trevor Williams comes in undrafted and is – Playing really well That's a great pickup. On, the, on the other side of Hayward. But so the point is, I don't think I'm starting Josh Gordon just in his first game no. back. Dude hasn't played in over a no. thousand days. <laughs> yeah. like, like that's that's not an exaggeration. That's he has crazy. not played in over a thousand days <laughs> on an actual oh, game man. NFL football field. So crazy. Uh hopefully you guys picked him up and have him stashed. If you want to roll the dice with him, no. be my guest. But no. I am taking a total wait and see approach here. We've had coaches lie to us about this stuff. Oh, a yeah. lot Especially hard line stance. Especially no. the one who is currently Especially speaking. Earth moved when RG three tried out for me, Hugh Jackson. Like yeah. I don't believe. Color me skeptical, yeah. Hugh, that Josh Gordon is going to get pummeled with targets. I, I think I think Hugh's name should be Hugh. Color me skeptical, Jackson. Like just honestly going forward. And his guys are really going to have chemistry with Josh Gordon right, right from the jump after a week. Mary, of practice, Mary Kay did just tweet out a pretty nice video of Josh Gordon making a one-handed catch. Yeah, oh, great. Was, was he next to Terrell Pryor? Yeah, I was he, was, say. he was completely <laughs> wide open. When, Are when, they at the pearly gates? When, when, like? when has that led us wrong before? Never. Never. Just, yeah. But next, he looks good. Next week, Against could, the Packers. Yeah, could be a <laughs> good, could be a good oh, spot God, for both yeah. him and Coleman. Because Coleman has been 
getting a ton just of gonna volume. Just going to say it right now. Next week is Josh Gordon week. Next week uh, is Josh he's putting Gordon. it on, putting on, putting on the record now. Oh boy. NFL.com/bold predictions. Bold we're recording me. It's Josh, Josh Gordon week. No, it's not. Uh, okay. So the well, he was holding up a phone to my face in the podcast. No, I was like, reading something on my phone. Oh, cool. You know, yeah, I when you're when you're it. when you're super old, you, <laughs> you have to hold the phone. <laughs> Wow. wow. Age discrimination. Wow. Age discrimination. Woo. No, oh I was reading my. I was oh reading a my. message on my phone. You're not helping your case, Sorry. buddy. Anyways. Uh, you're okay. not that famous where I need to record you during the pod. Okay. Oh, Chargers. Man. Roasted back. Uh, not quite. Not Roast uh, back. Chargers. I think we want Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen totally in our lineups. Hunter Henry had a good game, has have a couple good games recently. He's also disappeared, but the Browns are susceptible to tight ends, as we know, so this could be a good spot for him. I agree. Uh, the backfield, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon should get a ton of volume. Cleveland has been very strong against the run, although they did just give up a career day to Joe Mixon last week. It right. was finally the week. But, you know, Gordon should get the volume to produce reasonable totals. Uh, don't feel as great about Eckler in this game just because I worry. Hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know. The game script could go where he doesn't get as many touches. You know, he's great in that versatile role when they're yeah. putting up points, but – uh yeah that's and then that's about it I mean I, think I love we, Philip Rivers in this game man oh he I think I have him as my QB two in rankings I don't, wow. say, I don't really care about rankings hell but. yeah let's go Chargers are wearing the Air Coriel Royal Blues wow. with the gold face mask on Sunday yes yeah the gold face mask too yep let's go although the powder blues are still my favorite yeah those are kind of dope as well uh, L A Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals in the desert Matt franchise what do you got uh, after being age discriminated against I'm not going to give any more analysis <laughs> okay, so pass well no this is a perfect game. For you, it's uh, got Larry it's Fitzgerald. The Cardinals, I wrote, no, I yeah. up, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are your team. Peterson Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> they're your team. Uh, Philip Rivers <laughs> and Jared Goff, they were both my Aaron Ground quarterbacks this week, even though they were Aaron Ground nominees last week. Feels kind of lazy to repeat, but they both have really good matchups. I like Goff a lot in this game. The last time uh, they played Arizona was in London in Week Seven. Goff threw a touchdown pass, and he rushed for a touchdown pass. Uh, Arizona's allowing the most rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks, which is just kind of an interesting stat. I don't think hmm. it means Goff's going to get another one in this game. Yeah. But uh, Arizona's run defense is pretty stout, so they have – you know, teams attack them through the air. They're allowing 402 pass attempts. That's fourth most against in the NFL. So I think it's a nice game for Goff. I think it's a nice game for Cooper Cup. Josh Reynolds was my deep sleeper. And – uh, just on the note of Arizona having a tough run defense, Todd Gurley had 26 touches against them, 106 yards and a touchdown in Week Seven. So I don't think you have to worry about him. Maybe temper expectations. His, a tiny his involvement bit. in the passing game like helps him beat these terrible matchups. Yeah, and then on the Cardinals side, I mean, you're you're starting Larry Fitzgerald for the vo- volume. Uh, maybe Adrian Peterson. You're, Didn't you're he firing pop up, up in the, on the injury report with like a neck Who, injury? Pe- or something? AP Peterson yeah. did. Yes, yeah. he did. I, I don't yeah, know. He, he did. Although I think they were describing it more as a vet day for him, but. Okay. Uh, the Rams. I don't, I don't think the the neck injury serious. The Rams' rush defense is their major weakness there, so uh, you know, you know, fire up AP for the volume upside. Yeah, it yeah. says he did not practice. But that's, Gabbert. That's I'm not touching Gabbert. I mean, mm-hmm. I could kind of be into it. You would gotta you, be you gotta be in rough, pretty rough shape to be. Would you stream Gabbert Blaine or a two quarterback league? Would you stream Blaine Gabbert or Geno Smith? How about Blaine Gabbert? Gabbert. <clears throat> it's Gabbert, but I mean, how about Gabbert or Jameis Winston? Winston. I'd go Winston. Okay. 
<laughs> Harmon looking around. Was, you have to be in rough shape know. to start. I really Gavin. don't oh, want. I oh, really don't. Let's trust not James forget Wilson. about Ricky Seals Jones. Yes, yeah. dude. Instead of ASJ, Titans we got RSJ now. RSJ. Yeah. Three Ricky touchdowns in the last two games. I think. He has three touchdowns. This is as many initials. By the way, pretty much every fantasy analyst has written about him this week. So, yes. by, by the way, though, uh, Garop- <laughs> all of us. Garoppolo Gabbert in his two starts Gabba has Gabba. been the QB eight and QB fourteen in fantasy. Yeah. No, he's, he's been getting it awesome. Done. And against one of those was against Jacksonville, right? Uh, correct. That's crazy. Week. The lesser, yeah. That's craziness. So right. he's and he can run. I mean, it's he's got upside. Like he's got a cannon arm, and he's in the Bruce Arians offense where he loves to chuck it deep. He's also hashtag sneaky athletic because he's a white quarterback who can run. Right. True. Uh, that's that's what you have to label him. I you can't say fork, anything yeah. else. Uh, <laughs> per per the media. Uh, right. So there's there's a lot of stories for fantasy upside. Like he's not a great quarterback by any stretch, but when you're coming in fantasy, like. I don't know. I think he, I think he's really looked good in that Arizona he's, offense. He's looked solid. Plus, yeah. they're they're really trying to like spin it. It's like, hey, we're okay heading into 2018. <laughs> Gabbard as our right. guy. They're already putting that spin on it. Oh yeah. yeah. I think some of the beat reporters have said like, if he plays well, he could get seven to ten million dollars this year. Like, what? Yeah. Oh my God! What career resurgence for Blaine? Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he's like you said, he's legit looked good. Uh, Giants taking on Oakland, the Raiders in Oakland. Do we need that, to say anything? Yeah, else I, was say, I feel like we've kind of hit Great. this one. Sunday night football, Philadelphia at Seattle. Alex Gelhar, what do you got? Uh, Harmon, since we just stole uh, Oakland Giants from you, if you want to chime in more on this one too, I haven't. Fully, I don't, no, I don't no. need permission. Silence, I, I, silence. Wow. I come whenever I need. Wow. Put Harmon on mute. Wow, please. Wow. Okay. I haven't fully dove into this game yet for matchups, but I mean. This is one you would expect to be high scoring on both sides. Seattle's at home. Uh, their offense, you know, the offensive line sucks. They can't run the ball. But I think we're starting Jimmy Graham. We're starting Doug Baldwin. Paul Richardson's probably a nice, like, dart throw in what could be a high scoring game. I know I he agree. was in your air yards deep sleepers thing. He was too. And, like, yeah. that guy just doesn't know how to make routine catches. Like, <laughs> w- whenever he gets targeted, it's like toe tap on the sideline. He's diving over two guys. He's, like, coming back under the ball. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, J.D. McKissick may be in the deep sleeper range, too, Ooh. especially because Seattle can't run the ball and the Eagles have a great run defense, but might use McKissick on some swing passes and stuff, kind of like the upside there. Uh, we're starting Carson Wentz. You don't need me to tell you that. You're starting Zach Ertz. You don't need me to tell you that. Uh, the backfield, I don't know how to feel about the backfield for the Eagles in this game. The Seahawks have been playing pretty good run defense of late, and it's such a committee. Yeah, it's a and if they're, like, trading blows through the air, I probably just want to, like, avoid the Eagles' backfield if I can because yeah. each guy's going to get, like – eight to ten touches or whatever, and, you know, you're just banking on a touchdown at that point. But I think – And LeGarrette Blount, too, is that style of bruising running back that Seattle usually eats up. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not – I don't think it's a good blunt week. It's not a good blunt week. Um, maybe you go for a dart throw with Ajayi and hope that he gets featured more in the passing tack. But uh, Jeffrey, maybe Aguilar as well. Certainly. Yeah, I, I, I like Aguilar. In I this. think – The Seahawks, like, if you just look at the – I believe they, the rest of their defenders – when it's not when it's Richard Sherman getting targeted, they give up like a sub forty five passer rating, and the rest of the defenders is like well over eighty. So yeah, it's, it's it's a, a stark difference. Uh, so I would I would play Jeffrey. I would play. I'd probably play Aguilar in this spot, and like you mentioned, Ertz and Wentz are obvious. Yeah, it's going to be from a real life football perspective. I'm just interested to see. Okay, it's I mean, it's Philadelphia such a young team. 
You know, but this really feels like at this point in the season now, we're going to week 13. They're on the road. Well, and Sunday night football they've in been, Seattle. They've been smashing some cupcakes. And, like, Seattle, you know has what I'm their, saying? Seattle has their issues, but you're going into Russ's house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Some, like, it feels like a real temperature game here. Uh, I'm excited as hell to watch I, I this game. I am too, man. When well, the Seahawks have the ball, it's going to be fun to watch because the Eagles, I mean, they've been an incredible defense. They have 160 pressures this year. The next highest team is 143. Their D-line is they so been, deep. Yeah. They haven't, like, yeah. suffered any injuries, yeah. and they've got a good rotation. Like, that was one thing they talked about in one of their primetime games. I think it was Gruden or somebody listed like there's seven or eight guys that they rotate in and it's like they don't get tired and they just yep. harass you. But they might get tired chasing Russ. So yeah, we'll see. Russ also, uh, he has an 87 pass rating thrown into tight windows per next gen stats. That's the best in the NFL. And he has an 87.3 pass rating versus pressure, which is the fourth best. I don't. I honestly don't think Russ is getting enough credit this year. No, like, for how he's got like 3,000 yards by himself. For how yeah. incredibly he's, he's played too. Like if his team had two more wins, like if they'd snuck out a couple of those close games, like had they beat Washington and had they beat uh, Atlanta the other MVP week, discussion. like the, he would be like probably a front runner for MVP. I think he's like third right now yeah, behind, behind Brady, Brady and Brady. And, and they have no run game. They, they still don't have a yeah. rushing touchdown from their running backs. <laughs> oh, my God. And, wow. and the, the Eagles are allowing 43.5 rush yards per game to running backs, yeah. and the Seattle backfield is averaging like 63 rush yards per game. From the so backfield. it's a stoppable force it's, meeting an immovable it's object. It's the worst ru- rushing offense against the best rushing defense, so it's going to be all Russell. <laughs> so naturally, Eddie Lacy's going to have a Oh, Eddie Lacy's going for buck 50. Mike, Mike Davis, Davis. Mike Davis might Davis. come back. Amazing. J.D. McKissick maybe yeah. gets four touches. Anyways, like, this game should no. be phenomenal. Start your, yeah, your passing it's options gonna be fun in this to game watch. and sit back, get your popcorn ready. Yeah. Monday night football Pittsburgh Cincinnati in the jungle French what do you got all right let's check all the boxes you're starting left bell you're starting a B yeah you're Uh, starting AJ green why uh, cuz they're (laughs) they're hashtag good well we can we can say brown and green are good but you know Le'Veon Bell who knows yeah it running back jury's out talent agnostic Wow, we're just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding. I don't believe in. I don't believe in running back this. I was just trying to get this in and out, in and out of here. And now, now we're off the rails. Okay. AJ Green, you're starting him. The big story for the Steelers is will Juju Smith Schuster play? I think they said there's a chance he plays. Yeah. He's questionable with a hamstring. It really sounds 50-50 right now. 50-50, and it's a Monday night game. So if you wait it out, you really don't have any other options unless you have Martavis Bryant on your roster. Extra day of rest though might help him. Right. Get on. So that's the positive thing. It's just like the late game. If you wait it out, you're kind of screwed. It's true. Uh, So just keep an eye on that. Through maybe you'll get news by like Saturday on him. I feel like I probably just wouldn't bother. Yeah. yeah, and just try to find another option. Cause yeah, we'll I, have a backup plan, but I think if he's if, if, I mean, if he practices on Saturday, I don't even know if I, I, the trouble is because it's Cincinnati Monday. Cincinnati is a good pass defense. They do. So. Well, the big trouble is because it's Monday night, and yeah. like this game has sixteen to eighteen oh, written all yeah. over right, it again. Right, like, right. I don't want anything to do with Ben in this game or Dalton or Dalton or Joe Mixon. No, thank you. Uh, okay. these, I'm these with teams, you on all that. I mean, they're rivals. They always play down yeah. to lower scoring games. They know yeah. each other. They're, there's probably going to be a fight. And <laughs> like, they hate each other. They hate each other. <laughs> they hate each but other. But it's so, definitely Big Ben's comeback to earth game. Right. He's on the road. It's an underrated pass defense. It's a division rival. Like yeah. that's why. That's why I think like if this game was in like the early slate, maybe you'd consider starting Juju. But because it's Monday, and then like your backup option is going to be what? Brandon LaFell. Right, like, yeah, right. maybe Tyler Je- Boyd, Je- Jesse James. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, thanks. Yeah. I don't want. I, I just, you. I think it's just err on the side of caution with that because of the matchup and where it is on the schedule. Okay, I like it. All right, go to the website nfl.com/slash fantasy matchups if you want more info on Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. RDG, rest, dam- rest of the damn. <laughs> <rest of dance. laughs> 
Carolina at New Orleans, San Francisco at Chicago, and Denver at Miami. Garoppolo time. I know you guys are so offended we did not break into Denver versus Miami. We did. But Yeah, I, yeah. I guess we did. <laughs> True, we covered the tight end revenge. <laughs> All the revenge in Factor. that game. I can't wait. The 2018 Pro Bowl back. vote is here. It's time to vote for your favorite NFL players to play in the 2018 Pro Bowl. Hashtag Bruce Bowl. Hashtag Bruce Bowl. Orlando. <laughs> vote now. NFL.com slash Pro Bowl votes. And again, we are trying to get Bruce Ellington into the Pro Bowl. Will Hashtag it work? Bruce Bowl. Probably Are you won't. making your column right now? Yes. <laughs> Hashtag Bruce Bowl. I love it. Find it. Let's go. All right, let's close out your show. <laughs> you know what? Real quick. <laughs> what? This, this is when you should at players. Like, tell Bruce Ellington we're trying to get him in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Hashtag dude. Bruce Bowl. 100%. Yeah, add some Are you laughing at some of the ones that have What's, popped up there? Yeah. Oh, That's okay. funny. Nice. Someone just, just sent the screenshot. Thanks, thanks for voting, and then just uh, hashtag Bruce Cole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to do it when we get out of here. I love it. All right, Daily Dap Time. Alex Gelhar, what do you got? Uh, I saw two movies on Tuesday uh, as it was my birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, pal. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy uh, 32nd so birthday. For, I'm not there yet, please. Uh, so for my birthday, it's a Tuesday in L.A. I didn't want to like try and force people to like drive across the city late at night after work and stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have a me night. Went to the cinema, and I saw cinema? Had, a, had a couple beers throughout the evening and watched two movies. Of the first one did. I saw was, uh, well, yeah, that's why I love the theaters. Zero riffraff, and uh, I, can, <laughs> I, can bring, riff I can bring my beer into the theater. But first yes. movie I saw was Murder on the Orient Express, which was uh, a lot of – it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, as fun, much fun as a murder mystery is on a, on a train. But A lot of good actors. The, the, the cast is phenomenal. It's superbly well acted because Kenneth Branagh plays the main character, and he directed it, and he's like a – classically trained you know Shakespearean actress who's really good so all the performances are great and it's just a really it's a fun like mystery because you're trying to you know figure like ooh, who is it and they've yeah. got great little kernels I mean it's based on an Agatha Christie novel and was a, a movie back in the day so I really like really like that and then I saw uh, Darkest Hour which uh, is Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill which that's basically the cell right there mm. and he's he's incredible in it and probably will win the Oscar I, I mean there's still a couple other contenders I have to see but uh, the movie itself is okay because it's just one of those movies where it's like, this is Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill. That's yeah. that's all you need. Like I would have <laughs> liked to see some other things, but uh, but it was he would a really strong performance and it's a it's kind of a cool movie. Also, it tells a story around the same time of when Dunkirk was happening. So. You could double feature it. Watch Dunkirk from Christopher Nolan and watch oh. Darkest Hour from Gary Oldman. Wow. Boom. There you go. Or Joe Wright Synergy. directed it. Apologies. Franchise, what you got? I'm going to do some shameless self-promotion here. <clears throat> okay. Hell yeah. Myself. And You're going to dap yourself? Well, you're involved. Oh. So there you go. Well, uh, watch then, Fantasy Live on Friday because it's the return of the fantasy hipsters woo! to NFL. Network. What is Mo it? Yeah. Well, I didn't know most, that. Potentially. Most likely. Most likely. Oh, oh feels you, guys, you guys could get bumped? You never know. Well. We we think we got verbal confirmation that it's going to air. We okay. taped a what they called a pilot on Monday. Got it. Uh, yeah, that uh, Gelhar, that's an industry they, term for. Oh, for oh a, they like, finally a first episode week thirteen. Sort of they finally let me and Matt Harmon back on TV together. So that's you know great. we're trending up. Okay. So watch Fantasy Live on Friday and f see your favorite fantasy hipsters trash talk some players. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> That's what I we will, do. I will yeah. daily dap uh, producer Erica for having us on the NFL Pick'em Show. Heck yeah. It's been a lot of fun the last three weeks. Uh, last week's segment. Also kind of a self-dap. Uh, a little bit, but you're also involved. So yeah, you can't complain yeah, about any yeah, of these. Yeah, Harmon. Nice try, bro. I'm not. I just want nice to point try. out that there's a lot of self-dapping oh, going nice on. Nice try. All right, all right, all right. Uh, last, seg last week's segment I thought was 
was was great. Awesome. The Stranger yeah, Things. Good. Yeah, the Stranger Things board game. <laughs> it was so really stupid, good. but I love it. It was awesome. It, it. W- it worked. I don't no, know it why. Was, it was a lot but of fun. It worked. I, it was crazy. I just mean the fact that we mentioned a gelatinous cube and yes. owl bear. Owl bear. Miles owl bear. Which it was good on Harmon for carrying over onto Twitter the next day after right. he like gets a sack. I'm sure, that, and nobody understood. I'm sure. It was like, no, no, that actually got that actually got some pretty good traction. Did it? That tweet. I think some people were like, "Nice Dungeons and Dragons reference." And I was like, "Get out of my face!" I don't know what that means. I get it. But yeah, some people were like like they legit get it, but I think even regardless of that, like it was just people were like, "Damn, cuz like would you the like, owl go- bear is like, yeah, nasty. hit up Google and like look at the owl bear. Uh-huh. Things pretty pretty fierce looking. Okay. So, it's a good yeah. thing I caught uh, your tweet though and helped you correct it for you cuz I thought it was owl bearer. Yeah, you like, thought like, like somebody's oh, holding an owl or something oh, no, I was like, no, no, I was like no, 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 it's a cross it's, between yeah, an exactly. owl and a bear. Right. It's fierce. It's owl bear. Right. Looks it looks nightmarish, man. Like if I saw one of those things in the woods, I would run the hell away. <laughs> that thing is crazy, man. It's badass, yeah. It's, it's I terrifying. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I will also uh, daily dap my drive in because – Was it's there a, traffic? Of course there was traffic. Let me tell <laughs> you about the traffic. Wow. But, no, the traffic allowed me to, to, to really realize somebody has it worse than you. And let me explain why. Oh, boy. So we went for some uh, team building yesterday. Yep. And, and then I carried that over into meeting some of my buddies – uh, for some additional adult beverages. Yeah, that was a bold move. <clears throat> and that went into far too late into the night. And I quadrupled – you had some nachos in our team building. Yeah. Then when I went to go meet up my friends, they were having nachos. Oh, boy. And then we got another plate of nachos. You had three nachos? It's a hat trick. And it was a hat trick of nacho plates, and I woke up today. R.I.P. Your stomach. Today, oh my man. god, it was brutalized. <laughs> oh god. I Come. woke up today, and I was like, "Holy good god, I feel like oh, trash." Several beers and three different plates of nachos. It was so bad, dude. That's disgusting. It was awful. I'm actually <laughs> grossed out. By the you. thing is, the thing is, I'm sure at the time it was all delicious. Oh my god, it was great. Your plate of not, yeah, it was. It was amazing. So I'm thinking, oh my god, this is so bad. But I'm I'm driving in today. <clears throat> I'm oh, driving in today, <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is so horrible. And I pull up next to this guy who literally just opens his door and just ah! no, <laughs> <laughs> just all over. I'm like, holy hell! Oh, and then you suddenly felt better. Like, and yep, I was like, I'm you know what, man. <laughs> You know what? I'm in somebody, good somebody. Wait, was it on the 405? No, I, I take, I, I got to At this hour, I got You got to come in locally, but, uh, so yeah, we're at a stoplight. And man, the guy next to me just opens his door and just all oh, over the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I thought I had it bad. I thought I had it you bad. You were like, I'm actually at peak performance right and now I'm compared like, to you know this what? guy. This, this is your daily life reminder that somebody. Always has it worse. Oh, God. He may have had four plates of nachos. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had gone to the quadruple. <laughs> yeah, well, he went out for a late night nachos. It was amazing. Uh, I was like, wow, dude. that is amazing what just happened right there. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so there you go. So Daily Daps to my drive-in for reminding me yet again, uh, as bad as you think you have it, it, it's not probably not that bad. So there you go. Still, um, still utterly grossed out by you just for <laughs> As you should be. Yeah. As you, I'm, I grossed myself out, uh, not going to lie to you. Uh, Matt Harmon, what do you got? 
Uh, two daily daps for me. One, I'm going to dap This Is Us again because it has just been quite an emotional journey. I watched the new one last night, bro. Uh, I have to watch. I think I have two more to watch, but I'm probably going to watch them this weekend. I'm nearing the end of season one, so I'm catching the, up. The guy who Get plays ready. Randall is such a good actor. Oh, yeah, he was, K. Brown? Yeah, he was great. He was great in um, OJ, OJ vs. the People, yeah. too. Yeah, He won the Emmy this year for I Best know. Lead Actor, so yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he crushes it. He's Every great. time I'm like, dude, he's – He's incredible. But I watched the uh, – if you watch the show, the, the Kevin episode of this second season, and that was that – was, that was a lot. Yeah. The show just like <laughs> – it's just a lot, man. And like, I don't know. Anyways, Daps to the This Is Us again. Uh, definitely <laughs> – it's just, a per- We should just call this section like This Is Daps. Yeah. This Is like, Daps. Just give it yeah. – give This Is Us props all yeah. the time. I don't know. Maybe they should have us on the show for God's sakes. How this much was we talk us? about? It, how much we talk about on this podcast? Obviously, like boosting their viewership, yeah. obviously, which they clearly needed help 100%. <laughs> from this from this from this pissant podcast. Yeah. Uh, anyways, and second, second daily second dap. daily dap. Yeah. I'm going to continue my theme of also daily dapping places around uh, my new area of my new bubble. Oh, uh, C and M Cafe. I guess is technically on Woodbine Street up there and in, Motor or no Overland. And Overland, yeah. Great, like little. It's like a little hipster spot, honestly. We should franchise and I. We should be doing like hits from this place because it's like got good, real good coffee, good like, good sandwiches sort of thing. I had like a good millennial. I had some avocado toast because uh, I was doing across God, laundry across the street. Gross. It was flames. So I'm very excited to go back there. And was uh, it seventeen dollars? No. Oh. It was not. But the bread was whole grain. You know I'm about that whole grain life. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on. What? From avocado toast. Oh, I'm Chris. sorry. Should I talk about more what nachos? We got? We're trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help our We're listeners. We're trying to save you from yourself, bro. Oh, avocado Unbelievable. toast. You know, I'm going to daps my, uh, my younger brother. It's his birthday today. Yeah. 31. Happy birthday, happy birthday Shane. He's a firefighter in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. I know he's working today. And our family – we're diehard Redskins fans. Yeah. Cowboys, Redskins tonight. Sorry. So I Oof. hope the Skins wow. beat the boys for okay. his birthday. Should there we good. go. Happy I like birthday. it. Wait, you said this is young, your younger brother? I have two younger brothers. Yeah, he's the he's the middle brother. And so he's 31? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Do the math, bro. Wow, look at Matt Harvin just trying to figure it out. You're, you're going to be old one day. <clears> yeah. I'm not. I just Chris looks. Chris looks good for for being thirty one plus. <laughs> thirty one plus. Add a few more to that, bud. <laughs> he looks very good for that. I don't. Th- I don't think you were going that route. No, that was that You've actually changed was. Your tune. No, no, no. That was definitely the route I'm going. I mean, especially considering like you I mean for as hellish as some of you guys oh look here that are old. <laughs> at least Chris has looked damn good. For he's not age. puking on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Jeez. At least we're all not that guy. At least Hope we're all know. not that guy. Would, wouldn't it be hilarious? I mean, if he was one of the Archelians of listeners, like, and he's like <laughs> yeah. driving back from his listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. That's me. That would be amazing, actually. That would be actually. the best. Yeah, if you are listening to this podcast <laughs> and you threw up uh, at a stoplight on Sepulveda Boulevard <laughs> exactly. on Thursday, Tweet November 30th. Let me know. Tweet to Let me know. <laughs> Tweet at James D. Coe. <laughs> Let me know. By, by the way, who of us has not been there before? I've been there. I, come on. No one? No, I don't think. Uh, I don't no. think I've ever thrown out up on the, the road. I did it out of a moving <clears throat> taxi in New York. Once. Oh, I've done it out of multiple moving cars, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One was the d- literally the day before I got married. Oh, all right. On the drive home, I was like, uh, dude, you're going to have to open your window. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The guy's like, what? I'm like, oh, you're going to have to open that window, pal. Yep. Uh, all right. Or pay the price. And with that. On that note. That, all right, that's the show. <laughs> Yay. Matt Harmon, Alex Gellar. And Matt Franchise's producer, Chris. I'm James Coe. We'll see you. See you later.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.